0: Welcome to today's Yomi. Today we find ourselves in Mesekas Megillah, Parak David Mishnah Savov through Zion. Mishnah says as follows, Katan A child has the ability to be interesting has the ability to be a Baal Kore, and to kore batoro an and, and, and Umetargim. He could also be the Torgumon, the translator ino This goes back to 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 Bishnahe as well to Mishnah the yesterday's Mishnah. They know Pauris Al Shmah, but he can't be Al Alshma, they know overlifting a teba, nor could he be the chazin. They know No he has kapov. And if he's a Kohen, he is not permitted to do. Now the Bartunur explains what does he mean he cannot not permitted to do and a child could do I mean he can't do on his own. So for example, if the only Kohen in Shul is a Khatan, we would not have him dochen. Of course he could ascend with other Kohanim, but he cannot ascend on his own. So again, obviously, the, the, some of these norms have changed over time as well. The the idea just is on a technical level. You see, with Kriya Satoru, the reason why technically a katan could be a bakore is, Baratunro explains on a technical level, Quieser Torah there's an obligation for everyone to hear it but it's not like the balcore is being mozi anyone right no, he's not discharging an obligation of anyone so because he's not discharging an obligation technically even a child could be the balcore pocheach. Pores al Shma umetargim. So a pakeach is someone whose clothing is torn. The Bara Tenuros says begodiv kruim uzra osav nirimibachutz. His clothing is torn and his arms are visible. So he is permitted to go ahead and be Poris al Shma He could also be the translator. Aval ino Kore Torah, but he cannot be the bakori. The ino overlif neateva. He cannot be the chazan. The ino nosi his of nor can he dochin. So this is very interesting. The idea. The idea over here is that we don't want him being the Balkore, nor do we want him going ahead and being the Chazin, nor do we want him Duchening because his appearance is degrading. And as we're going to see, it's a lack of cover, it's both a lack of cover as well as a distraction. Therefore, someone with unkempt or torn clothing, he can be pori sashma because he has an obligation to do that as well. But he cannot go ahead and... Reading the Torah in torn clothing would be an issue of kavarator Torah or a lack of kavarator lack of honor to the Torah. Leading with tzibor, once again, there's a certain Kavadah honor or dignity due to the congregation. And dukhenim, same idea. Summa, pori sashma, someone who is blind... Has the ability to be Poris Ashma and could also serve as the Torah, could also serve as the translator. Obviously, he can't serve as the balkore, because serving as the balkore requires one to actually read from the scroll. Rabbi Hud Rabbi Huda says, No, Koshalo rama Ma'orus Niyamav Eno Poris Ashma. Remember, Poris Ashma means you missed Baruch, you missed the Rachos of Priyashma, you get a meaning together, you say Baruch and you say the Rachos of Priyashma. Rabbi Huda says, Part of the Brachos of Kriyashma is Yotzer Havma Oros. We thank Hashem for creating the luminaries. Rabbi Huda posits that someone who has never seen the luminaries is not permitted to go ahead and be Poris Hashma. Very interesting. Very interesting. The Bartanura says, The Bartanura says, the is not the Krabbi Yehuda. and in fact, that's how he pass in, that even someone who is blind could technically serve as the Shliach Tzibor, as the Chazan as well, and certainly be Poris Hashma. Along the same lines of, of things that could be distractions and therefore should not be done, Mishnah Zion says as follows Coin biyadav mumin. If you have a coin who has blemishes on his hands, the Baratanuris says, This is true if he has blemishes on his face or on his feet. Lo you says, Kapov, he should not dukhin. Now, what's interesting about this is why shouldn't he dukhin? This is an issue of distractions. People are distracted by things that look to them abnormal. So we don't want the people to be distracted and therefore not pay attention to to the Kohen's brachas. And therefore again, a Kohen who has blemishes on his hands or on his feet or on his face should not do Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says, even someone whose hands are stained with a blue dye or a red dye should also not go ahead and should also not do now why not why not see here because people will just stare now it's not a question people will stare and therefore they're going to make the coin uncomfortable which is true also but the idea is people will stare and they're going to be distracted the bartonura says commenting on the earlier case so this is actually very interesting. So the the Batur explains that it's not just the different distraction of the Brachos. See, the simple the Mishnah is if the calling has some type of abnormality that's going to cause people to look at him, they're going to end up looking at him and not be focused not be focused on the Brahms. The baraita says there's an additional idea. If the coin has some type of abnormality, people are going to stare at him. But the Bartanura says, what's the problem with people staring at him? They're going to come to look at his hands. And the Bartanura says, one is not supposed to look at the hands of the kohen when they are duchenim. And in fact, the baraita explains that if you look at the hands of the kohen when they are the baraita says, ainov kehos, one's eyesight is dimmed because the Shekhinah rests on the hands of the Quran. This is why we have the Minna, to either look down during Birch Khanim or a man who often put his house over his head during Birch Khanim in order not to look at the hands of the Gohanim. When they are Dochanim, the Shekhinah is there, the Divine Presence is there, one should not look at the Shekhinah. So the Dr. Nura understands that the real issue over here is not simply a distraction, but we don't want people coming to go ahead and coming to stare at the actual hands of the of the Kohanim, and thereby looking at the shkina. It's interesting. The Bar Tenuvah says, you know. So Rabbi Huda kind of builds on this a little bit. Rabbi Huda says, even if it's not an abnormality or a deformity but his hands are stained with some type of dye, once again, there's a, there's a staring concern. Interesting the says, he quotes over here, that if, let's say, the people in that particular locale all work in the dyeing industry, the dyeing industry, so that all of them are stained hands, it's not an abnormality, even Rabbi Yehuda would agree we're not concerned that they're going to stare and it would not be a right, I'll stop over here for today. Hashem, we will continue with the last two Mishnahis of Mishnahis and Megillah. Tomorrow, wishing everyone a wonderful day.